Hello and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Gina Rhodes. Let's get started. Today on TTLT, we have Joel Alvarez, who's going to talk to us about motivation tips. Hello, Joel. It's good to see you again. How are you? Hello, Gina. How is it going? I'm very happy. Greetings from Panama. Thank you. It's, we're so glad you're here from Panama. Yes. Well, welcome to... It is it. Oh, well, yes. it's beautifully sunny here. Well, welcome to TTELT. We're very glad that you are joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. It's, it's, an, it's an honor to be here with you. Excellent. Well, Joel, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? All right. That is a nice question. And every time when I have been asked this question, I'm like, I need to know, you know, and ask me those that question because it could be like, who am I, right? But I can tell you that um, I am a friend, right? Um, I am a teacher and I am a learner, right? So I, that's how I can, I can tell you. But what can I add right now is that I have realized in the past years that I am a motivator, right? Uh, by interacting with many people, with different teachers or people in different um, capacities, I have identified that when I talk, I can motivate others to be better people. So now I am adding a new one, a motivator. Excellent. Well, I think those are great things to be. That's excellent. So um, as, since you mentioned that you are a motivator, um, can you tell us why why should teachers worry about student motivation? Well, um, it is a nice, it is a good question because I think motivation is the fuel to achieve anything you want to do, right? If there is not that uh, fuel in you, so how can you transmit that to your students? So that uh, motivation is something that comes from both ways, right? Uh, my students motivate me, but I motivate my students. And when, when I, I receive that motivation, so I, they, I can create, you know, opportunities for them to connect. So there should be that kind of, you know, synergy that when they connect, boof, motivation comes. Energy, I love it. That's awesome. Well, what strategies do you think are the most effective in increasing student student motivation? I think that teachers, uh, when we want, when when we want to increase or we want to you know to motivate others, there should be uh, this trust, right? There should be trust. They need to trust me as a teacher that what I plant is because I want them to be better people, better learners, better students, you know, they, I want something good for them. If they trust in me, then that is like a check mark when whatever, whatever I, I bring, they're going to receive it, right? And I think another important component is empathy. Sometimes uh, we will have, there will be times where what I brought will not be something interesting for them. And I don't think, I think that we need to be like, you know, we need to have that level of empathy and tell ourselves, well, probably 
it was not the, the good time, it was not the right moment, it was not the right, um, the way that I explained, but it does not have to affect my motivation. What it will make me think is that, okay, well, what would I do differently in order to keep them motivated? And it's something that has happened to me. When I have my classes, in-person classes, you know, my students used to tell me, teacher, today's class was, I love it, at 9 p.m. at the university, 9 p.m. So how can you imagine how come I'm, how I'm gonna be keeping people at 9 p.m. active with energy, participating and saying, well, if they like the class today, what I'm gonna do next that will, oh, oh you know, um, will be something like will, be, will motivate them more. And then every time that you see that kind of impact on you, so it's where you have to become the learner. So now I have to learn something new for them. And there should be that like, you know, there should be that kind of me first. My motivation will be their motivation, right? And their motivation when they do something, when we achieve something is gonna be my motivation to look for something new, right? And that is something important. At the same time is that we have to be open that not every single thing we do is gonna be as we planned. Not every single activity that we imagined that we created is gonna be like exactly. And guess what? It's okay that things did, did not you know, work well as we planned to be you know, analyzing like, well, probably this was not appropriate. But what happens is that, and I, I can tell you this because some teachers are, some teachers have shared that with me and said, I don't know what to do. I planned this and this didn't work. It's an opportunity to look for something different and do not be afraid to ask for help, right? That is very important. And if we keep that, we have to be open to learning. We have to be practicing empathy. We have to, you know, to be authentic with what we do. And that will bring us that level of, you know, happiness. And then that will connect them. It's kind of connection. Excellent. And how can teachers improve student motivation online? Well, we are human beings. We are thinking machines and we, um, need to know that no matter if they are behind there or they're in a screen, they feel, they cry, they smile, they have family. It's, they have everything that is probably affecting somebody else's life. And we have to start like ask, by asking questions, how do you feel today, right? One of the things that I, I never imagined was very impactful for my student was, what made you smile today, even though you are in a lockdown? And they were asked, uh, answering like, I saw my kitten, and, la, la, la. Um, and they were like, so like, that's very silly question, changed the mood of the class by creating that kind of, it's not that I wanna open the camera and say, hello, we're going to start with class. It's like opening my camera and asking their, them, what is happening behind that screen. And I know you are feeling that, I know, I know, but guess what? 
we are here and it's a great opportunity. Let's take advantage of what we have right now, right? And it's like like creating that kind of, you know, we are in a, in a community, virtual community, right? We will come back in person, but right now, this is what we have and let's take advantage and enjoy it, right? It's not my job to be in front of a camera and start like, you know, sending information, asking you questions, but I don't know what is going on behind the camera. I don't know if you have a good internet connection, but what I want to know is that you are well. I want to know that you are healthy. I want to know that you are safe. safe. And I want to know that you are able to respond to what I'm going to ask you. So it's like asking those questions to, to let them know that we care, right? It's not that, and I, I, I used to tell them, uh, my students, it is okay that in the middle of the class, your connection doesn't work. That's okay. Don't, don't get frustrated. I understand that. Guess what? It would happen to me as well. So what, what is going on there probably would be something that will affect me in the near future, or I don't know. But guess what? We are here. We are here to support each other and we are here to learn. And that is the most important thing, right? That we are here to learn. And that is something that I used to do to, to motivate my students. But most importantly, I think that no matter if you, no matter what challenges um, you're facing as a teacher, right? Do not lose your smile, right? Smile to your students. Do not lose that kind of human being uh, mood. Do not lose that kind of um, gratitude. There should be gratitude. I'm very glad that you are there. I'm very glad that you connect. I'm very glad that you make a stop in your lives and you're connecting with me. I really appreciate that. I probably, you'd say I, I will go and do something different, but just the fact that you are in front of this um, camera and you're paying attention to what I'm gonna say, this is very valuable for me. And it's just giving them that kind of, you know, feeling that what they do is, value, is valuable as the same thing I do, right? And at the end of the class, do not say, hello, bye-bye, close cameras, no. Let's close with something funny, right? Let's close with something like will, you know, make me think like, you know, I, I used to ask that to ask my students, like, let's start with a riddle. Let's do something like it's gonna be funny to finish, or let's start with a game and or let's play hangman virtually. Uh, let's do something, no matter if it is not connected to the class, but I want them to come back to my class. I want them to be on time to my class. And it's like starting with something like, you know, touching, touching their hearts first. And at the end, it's like creating that kind of environment when you feel that it's fun to come back. It's nice. I want to be here virtually, right? So it is something that I try to practice. And I do motivate people by being myself. And I say, let's guess what? Let's stop the class here. I don't, I don't remember if I, I just locked my door, something like that. Like, this is not, it's, it's okay. We're human beings. We're not perfect. We don't have to be here like 
this is my class today. I need to be, you know, no. It's okay. Probably uh, there is a the dog barking in, you know, behind my house, and it's fine. <laughs> you know, it's it's real life. <laughs> it's like being yeah. nothing. It's definitely real life. Yes. <laughs> Something that I have learned in this situation is that um, we cannot give what we do not have, right? And what has helped me is um, I have been learning something new, right? Uh, this is something new for everyone. No matter if you are computer literate or you're not, this is new for everyone. It's new to how to manage stress, how to manage anxiety, how to manage, um, you know, workload because it's more work now, right? But what I have learned is that I need to care myself as well, right? I cannot come to my class. I have you know, two classes um, back to back and I cannot come, I do not have, I need to come back to my, to come to my class, you know, with, with a relaxed body, with a relaxed mind, with, you know, I need to, um, I need to feel ready, right? I need to feel ready. I need to, you know, exercise, work out, meditation, practice meditation, play an instrument, listen to music, you know, it's like, I try to make my ritual before my class, right? In order to start with that kind of enthusiasm, with, with you know, I, I need to be in, I used to tell to my students, we need to be in body and in soul, right? So it means that we have to be in presence, right? We have to be present. Whenever something happens, we're here, right? And I, I, and I, something that, you know, I, I can tell you is that no matter how prepared, no matter, you know, the time you invested in creating the lesson, it's important to have, you know, your extra activities for this. When I say extra activities, it's like, you know, for example, uh, I was doing with, with my students, it's like, you know, we, we have like 10 minutes left. What are we going to do? We have to take advantage of those 10 minutes, right? So I say, okay, let's play this news reporter activity. Imagine you are this person. It's like creating, and I used to have with me my survival kit for classes, like extra activities in piece of papers that I would use when I have time left. It's like, it's important to have your backup plan. It's important to have your extra motivational things like, you know, I like them to work into um, small, um, you know, like brain teasers. I love brain teasers, right? And this is something that I send them before the, before we start classes in the platform. Please read this, do this brain teaser and come back to the class for discussion. It's like having these things will keep my, my students like, like active and that will save my time as well right keep you know extra things with you bring to can you class. Me, can you give me an example of a brain teaser that you would use with your students oh my gosh i can give i can share you a lot i used to to provide them like for example um a letter like all these letters you know ends with nt a n t with the ant family and then I say, okay, the first one is an is an animal that lives in in you know in the wild, blah blah blah. It's elephant. 
So they need to, to identify according to the description. So they, they, the answer needs to finish in end, right? Uh -huh. if, if like that. Another one is like, for example, is like those um, tricky questions like, hey, what is in the middle of China? What is in the middle of China? And they start like, look, you know, search an internet in the middle of China. What is letter I? <laughs> And then they say, oh my God, teacher, that was killing us. That is the idea, to have fun, right? Is uh -huh. to have fun, to have fun. And then with that, we start like, you know, breaking the ice. Like, you know, was it difficult? Was it funny? Was, was, the, was it funny? Was it challenging? Okay, so next time you need to know that we have to analyze, you know, every single question. And in life, we have to analyze every single step that we do. So that is, is something that we used to do a lot. Okay, great. And do you have like a, where do you find your brain teasers? Do you have like a website that you look at or? I can tell you, it's very funny. I, I select or I get my brain teaser from, um, from a book that uh, I got from a um, um, language fellow, right? Oh, it's, really? It is on the, is it on the web, on the website of the, uh, AmericanEnglish.gov, uh, that is uh -huh. um, the lighter side of TEFL. Oh, okay. I know that book, yeah. It's, it's great. And I didn't know that it was in PDF. And I, I used to, you know, I got the book and I used to time every single activity. And when I was looking into the website, I said, oh my gosh, she's here, thanks to God. So <laughs> now I, I just, you know, um, download what I want to use and I upload that into the platform for my students. Excellent. Yeah. We, and um, I'll put the link to the, the PDF on that's on the website um, yes. in our show notes so that people can download it. Yeah, it's a great book. I haven't used the brain teaser part, but I think that they're, they're a great, that's a great um, way to break the ice and to motivate your students. That's excellent. Yes. Wonderful. All right. Yeah. Any other tips that you want to share with the teachers on student motivation? If you're doing online classes, remember that we have to take advantage of what we have. In the past, it was difficult to bring, you know, realia to the classroom, right? It was challenging to bring, for example, if we're doing like, you know, teaching, you know, the fruits, and we want to prepare a fruit salad, as I did with my kids, I am working on supporting an elementary school in English classes uh, that is called San Rafael Bilingual School. There is, is a low income kids and I'm helping them with the English classes. My first time teaching English, you know, imagine teaching English to elementary students and virtually it's like, wow, I have learned a lot and I have enjoyed a lot. And I said, wow, in the past, I would never, you know, had the chance to bring all the fruits to my classes. So now we have all the fruits. I can have the pineapples, I can have the oranges, I can have everything. And we can go step by step doing that in my kitchen. And they are in their kitchen. And we, you know, we said, okay, imagine that you work at the restaurant. Imagine that you are doing uh, online or a TV um, cooking program. So, that helps a lot to use these specific, um, you know, elements that it was impossible to bring 
those things to the classroom. With my university's class, we used to have every single week, um, we used to we used to have to do something in the class, like Fridays. You know, this Friday is bring your favorite cap. So next Friday, next week is like, you know, drink coffee or tea, but with a mug that has some that, that has a meaning for you. Right? It's like bringing something like extra. Of course, we do have classes, but it's like adding something to my class or to the class or to your class that will motivate your students to come and to be here, to be there. And we had like the grammar party where we had the party. I was a DJ and we had like disco. We played bingo, you learning the verb tenses. But guess what? The winners were the ones uh, that had the chance to ask for their favorite music, right? We learned music. I, I learned some songs that I didn't know, you know, they are updated, you know, in this kind of, you know, what is it trending right now with reggaeton or with hip hop? And I said, well, I learned, but it's like bringing something different, bringing, bringing something like would be special to the class, right? What would be special? Or let's, okay, let's, let's have, a, um, you know, let's have, let's snack. Let's snack before we start. What do you have? What, no matter what you have, but they need to open their cameras and then, to, you know, to do something like motivating that will be, you know, engaging for them. And they will feel that, you know, what they do matters. It's not just what I send them. It's not just the academic, right? And in this kind of situation, we have to touch a lot the emotional part. If we don't touch the emotional part, the brain will not be able to connect and produce. Joel. Can you tell us about how, um, about impairing, sorry, can you tell us about empowering students? Why is empowerment and self-esteem important? All right. Um, I remembered um, the first thing that I do, the first day of class, this first day of my class, the first thing that I do, and one student asked me, was, why do you do that? And I said, I will tell you later. I asked them, close your eyes, right? And think about a dream. Think about a dream, right? And he said, okay, think about a dream. Don't tell me you dream. So now open your, your eyes and in a piece of paper, right? Write that dream down, write it down, okay? It's a dream. Is my dream. Okay, I want to finish my university. I want to travel. Uh, I want to have a card. University students, you know. And I said, okay, write down five daily activities. You know, daily activities, things you do during the day. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, now check mark those activities that are connected to your dream. And they, most of them say zero, one. And I say, well, then your dream is just flying around. You are not doing anything to connect to your dreams, right? In order to, to connect to your dream, you need to do at least one activity during your daily, you know, activities or daily life activities that is connected to your dream. And then you will achieve your dream. I say, why do you do that? 
Yeah, because I want you to be here because this is a dream in your lives. I don't want you to be here in my class because you want to take a course, right? Otherwise, go on Google or go online and look for the information, and that's you will find probably more information than I'm going to bring here. But I want you to be here because you believe and you trust in yourself. I want you to be here in my class because there is something that is telling you go. You can do it, right? And I want to be here because I want you to feel that this will have a positive result and impact in your life. I don't know when, but it will have it. So, and then I say, okay. Oh, now we understand that crazy activity. And I say, no, because I want you to trust in yourself. I don't want you to be here just receiving information. This is not a banking education. I want you to produce and I want you to trust for, because I, I teach conversation. So I want you to trust in what you are gonna tell me, what you're gonna share. And I want you to believe you trust. And guess what? And I want you to know that it's okay to make mistakes. And then by creating the level of that environment, that it's okay to make mistakes, but we are looking for something good, but we're working hard to make something good. It's like, that is the way that I empower them to be there and identify their purpose. There should be a purpose with, is it being there. And I said, you know, you're tired, right? It's 9 p.m., you're tired, I'm tired too, but guess what? I want to be here because my purpose in life is to help others. So, but I want you to be here because you want to be better people and help other people. And then it's like creating that kind of, you know, belief, that kind of, yes, I can't, what makes me feel that my classes or my students are there with, you know, trying to do, trying to do their best. And that's how I consider it's important to empower them. But it's, and, and I tell them, it's not my job to change you. I don't change people. We don't change people. My job is to, you know, to make a positive impact in your life. And you decide to take it or leave it. But I, my purpose is not to change you. My purpose, um, I am not, I don't have the, you know, the magic word to say, change, no. I want you to take it or leave it. What my job is to give you, you know, the tools to go beyond what I'm doing you to do, right? And they, they it's funny because they, they, they say, um, it's nice because um, nobody tells us that. And I said, nobody told me that when I was a, a student like you. That's why I'm doing that. Nobody told me about empowerment. Nobody told me about believing in myself. I was a student, like I just received, 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 received. And when somebody asked me, I was able to produce, but I didn't produce on my own. And that's what I want you to do. You have this, Great. you know what to do. Excellent. And what strategies do you think are the most effective in increasing student empowerment? I think that we have to be honest with the students. 
and I think that we have to um, we have to tell them that they will find there are challenges in life. We have to tell them that um, when we work um, hard, it's worth it. We have to tell them that uh, when they make that and they work the extra mile, it's worth it. And we have to tell them that what they do, they, I used to use this, this sentence, the result of my present is my past and the, the result of my future is my present. So what, how you see it in the future is what you're doing right now. And I tell them, I do not believe in luck, right? I believe in opportunities. But opportunities come because you are prepared. If you are not prepared, you will not have opportunities. So prepare, work, and be here in what you're doing with the purpose. And it's like, wait, it's like being honest, telling them what is going on. It's like, and I used to tell them, a letter does not define who you are. Today you got a C, tomorrow you got an A, probably next month you're gonna get an F, but that does not, doesn't define who you are as a person or as a professional. That is an opportunity for you to know that, you know, life is like that. There are ups and downs, but we have to continue. And something that they, they something that they feel like, like, what are you telling us? Like, I said, in my opinion, I don't think that failing is bad. Who told you that if you fail, you are, you know, the worst person in the world? No, failing is sometimes a good lesson in life to avoid doing the same things over and over and focus on where you want to go. And I said, because some students ask me or tell me like, teacher, I'm here again because I didn't, I failed my last course and I'm here because I didn't get a passing grade. And I said, you didn't fail you learned. I know that right now or this semester or this quarter, you are going to do things differently. And that is because that experience that you have. So that was an opportunity for you to become better. So failing is not bad. And it doesn't mean that you are a good, bad student. You are the worst student. No, that is not bad. And think about the times that the person had created the light bulb, you know, try millions, you know, thousands of times, and he did it. So it's like that. You are here because you trust in yourself. You're here because you want to be the professional you want to achieve. And that's why you're here. And it's, it's like, you know, open their own vocabulary, open their own way, and, and being direct and honest. With, with, with the, the students, like um, I used to tell them, and I know it's something that really, I, I really enjoy speaking, you know, talking to my students. It's like talking about social media. And I said, nobody wants to know that you're drinking. You don't have to post that. 
Nobody needs to know that you are doing this. Your private life is private. Your professional life is public. So try to make it good. We are human beings that we want to do crazy things, but don't make it public because that will not help you in anything, right? And they say, they use a teacher, what are you trying to say? Because that is the real life, right? That is real, it's like, and anything that's important here is like, we have to be honest with them. We have to tell them or share with them the things as, as we, you know, see life. And it doesn't mean that they, they have to do the same things that we do, but at least sharing best practices that probably work for us, that it doesn't mean that we work for them, but take the good things and keep going. Yeah. And how can teachers improve student empowerment online? Online, well, I what I've realized is that sharing with them positive, uh, motivated articles to read, that is important. I used to have uh, my students to practice or participate in a, in a forum discussion every single week. And I share with them, um, you know, um, positive articles about, you know, life, about, you know, like how to become better, you know, family member, how to become better this or that. So things that will, you know, probably, things that they, they don't identify as they need to read it. And I asked them, read them, read that, and share that, and then ideas. And I remember it was like, you know, last semester we, we had a video and that was part of the final discussion and the video was about the challenges that, you know, young people face right now um, in sharing how they feel. And we, you know, we came up with these ideas that I said, wow, I didn't imagine that they, it was very challenging, challenging for them to share how they feel. And it was because I read an article about that and said, okay, they need to know about that. So online, I think that sharing articles and sharing things, positive things, at the same time is, um, is like um, inspirational videos. People that have, you know, been successful in many fields in many areas of of life, I think that is is important to tell them that how they started, how they are right now. So, and if they can, you can't, right? If they if they could achieve this, you can achieve this right now. So it's like giving them these life stories or successful stories that have you know that could impact them positively in what they do and what they are wanting to do. Excellent. And um, uh, how can teachers encourage their students to work on their English, specifically their English outside of, outside of class? All right. Um, I feel that right now there is an opportunity that we, most of the families are at home, right? that most of the families, they have, you know, more time to share. And I used to, to I, I was doing a workshop with some teachers some weeks ago, and they were asking me the same question. They said, how can we do uh, a an, um, follow-up activity with my classes or an extended activity? Um, and I said, okay, it's important as, as your students to share with their families, you know, what they know about this or what they wanted to know about this. 
what is their opinion about this? Or, you know, check about, you know, while they are watching TV, take notes of English words that they see, you know, while they are watching, in this case, in, 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 a, in Spanish context. There are some advertisements that they, they add English words, or there are some products that they have and say, check that. How many English words do you see, you know, um, uh, or, or, you, or you watch on articles or things like that? Another thing is that now that they have more time to be online or you have connection, they have WhatsApp, they have Instagram, and they say, follow five important people or famous people in English and tell me what they post, right? Um, people that are, you know, big names, I say, big names in technology, big names in this, big names uh, you know, in this area follow them on Facebook or Instagram and share what they, what they share, right? Share something. And, and right now we have many things. Important only thing is that I ask them, identify a new friend, an online new friend from a different country, right? Who is gonna be my body, my online body for this you know, class or year? And this way we, we started with this and what we did is that we did a global English conversation cafe that we created that idea. We started, really the idea started with, um, with two teachers and they said, why don't we do this? People are not doing anything on Fridays. They want to just, let's do it on Friday because when something is challenging for you, you value, you appreciate that. So let's do it on Friday at 7 p.m. There is not, you know, instead of watching TV, let's learn English. I can tell you that the crazy idea became the best idea for the lockdown. We had seven teachers from different countries, you know, and we have more, we have more teachers that I wanted to contribute. Um, we have students from Morocco, from Egypt, from the Philippines, from Brazil, from Mexico, from Panama, from Colombia, from Martinique, from Honduras or Salvador, from the United States. I mean, it was like, I said, oh my gosh, we need to control this. <laughs> this is gonna be huge. But it's like, start creating those small projects that will become big projects, right? So, so taking advantage of that, like doing something extraordinary during the, the, the period, something extraordinary. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, my something extraordinary during the um, during the lockdown period was to create this uh, this podcast, so teachers could create their own cafe like this with the students with their yeah. students, right? And they they can invite other students. They can invite more, you know, um, people, and it's like creating that kind of community, right? Mm -hmm. So. That, that is the idea, that is the idea. And then what we did is that we asked um, two or three students to talk about their experience um, in, in, the, in the online cafe. And we shared that on our social media and it was spectacular. We had many people calling, hey, what is the cost? We want to come say, no, it's for free. It doesn't have any cost. But right now we have a you know, waiting list from the first round so but you send us your information if somebody does not join we can add you to the list that's excellent so you for you guys you chose 50 students of the two more than 200 
And yeah. um, and you met for how many weeks? Uh, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Okay. Yeah. And you put them in small breakout breakout rooms in on Zoom. Yeah, with one yeah. teacher, with one teacher facilitator. Okay, so each room had a teacher facilitator. Yeah, yeah, okay, and the same activity was happening simultaneously in every breakout room because we had a previous planning, we had a previous organization, and we each other know, you know, knows what's going on. That's great. And um, so you're doing it um, again, but you already have plenty of students. So um, you're saying that you're not open right now for people to join your group, but you're, you want to encourage teachers to create their own, right? Yes, that is it. Yes. <laughs> What's the website where they can find out what um, students they can go. They can visit our Facebook page that is Learning Training and Solutions, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they can find us on Instagram as at let's underscore panama and they can visit our webpage www.letspa.com but i think that our webpage is under revision and we're updating the webpage so i think that it's better to go to our instagram and facebook page joelle you have taught us so much today i have got so many great ideas to use with um with gtlt and with uh with the students that i'm working with and the teachers that i work with um, can you tell us what projects you are working on right now? Oh my God. First, thank you for inviting me. Um, thank you for the opportunity. And this is something that I think is, is a blessing, right? Because it's something that I enjoy, that I like. And, and it's something that I, that it is something that I feel empowered to do. I was waiting for the interview. Oh my gosh, when is going to be the time here? I hope the internet is going to work. It is something that, you know, really empowers me and motivates me to, you know, continue doing what I'm doing. There are many projects right now that we are doing. We have planned a virtual um, camp for students from six to nine years where they're going to learn math, English, and arts. And it's going to happen January uh, 19 until January the 29th, um, we have, um, or we are organizing a teacher immersion program uh, for English teachers that is going to happen in February. Um, we are looking for sponsors. Uh, we're still working on that um, in order to have a two week immersion, two weeks immersion program for teachers that wanted to improve their language skills and their teaching skills. So week one is going to be all about language skills um, and week two is about teaching skills. Is this something that any teacher can join or is it just yes. in Panama? Yes, any teacher can join. Um, we, we're looking is to have um, sponsors. Uh, we're looking for some sponsors because we need to pay the facilitators and we have facilitators. I mean, they want to give their time, but we need to give them like you know, a stipend for them to, you know, for their time. Uh, we have facilitators from, from Colombia. Um, we, have, uh, we have a facilitator from Costa Rica and a facilitator from, from um, uh, the Philippines. We have facilitators oh, wow. from the Philippines. So this is virtual as well? It's online? Yes, it's virtual. Yeah, it's virtual. And if someone wants to join this, how do they join this? Um, 
teacher they immersion to, program? They need to be checking our Facebook uh, page okay. or Instagram. That sounds great. And the Global Conversation Cafe, you said this is starting up, but this one, you just are encouraging teachers to start their own. Yes. Yeah. And if you need support with teachers, let us know. We can, you know, send them teachers that would be happy to join and support. Okay. Okay. That's a great idea to have teachers to help you start your own and to yes. give you some ideas on how to get it started in your in your community of practice, right? We do webinars. I can tell you that during this this pandemic, we have trained more than 500 teachers. That's amazing. That's fabulous. Yes. Yeah. Virtually. And the webinars are also um, uh, on your Facebook page. You can find out about the webinars. Um, we have, uh, I forgot, the webinar. Um, we have a YouTube channel. Oh, really? Uh, Let's Panama. Yes, we have a YouTube channel, Let's Panama. There are some webinars over there that people can can um, watch, but if they go to the Facebook page, all the webinars are there. You've agreed to do a TTLT webinar on, yes. um, yeah, and talking about motivation, how to motivate your students. And um, so we're gonna be doing that webinar on January 12th at 3 p.m. in Panama, right? Yes, 3 p.m. Okay. in Panama. Okay, and so, and that's, um, 8 p.m. GMT or UTC, 8 p.m. So that'll be 8 p.m. GMT and it'll be at um, 3 p.m. for you on January 12th. So I'm really excited about that. That'll be an awesome webinar. And I think that our TTLT members will be excited to, um, to attend. And hopefully you can encourage a lot of the teachers that you've been working with to come, come to the webinar as well. And, and join us here at TTLT. I was gonna ask you where teachers can find you. I know you told me your email, letspanama18 at gmail.com. Is that the best place for people to find you or is there another place? Yes, they can They can go on Facebook, they can go on Instagram, they can check my email or LinkedIn. I have my LinkedIn page is Joel Alvarez. Mm -hmm. They can find me there. Um, I have my personal Instagram as well that is Jay Alvarez, right? Okay. So, um, yeah, I am everywhere, no private account. I am my, as I said before, my professional life is public, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. And I'm sure that some of our um, teachers who watch this episode or listen to this episode will want to contact you. They might have some questions. They might want to get involved. Hopefully, a lot of teachers will want to join Let's so that you, uh, you yes. can, yeah. yeah, so we can get more teachers involved in, in everything that you guys are doing. I think you're doing a lot of fabulous things to help with the English teaching community and we need it. Yeah, so that's Excellent. great. Thank you so much, Joelle. I learned so much from you today and I think that our TTLP community is going to really enjoy what you have um, taught us today. I thank you so much for coming. Thank you for, for inviting me. I think um, this is one of the best things that we can take away you know, from this pandemic is like connecting, learning, and making new friends and doing things that we like, doing things that we feel, um, doing things that make us, uh, make our heart start like, you know, bumping to start like, you know, beating, you know, that that's that's when you feel that it is because you like what we're doing. 
So I think it's important. And remember, don't forget to ask for help, right? Whenever you need it. And together we're better. And, and that's- Exactly. Thank you so much. Joe really had a lot of great ideas for helping to motivate and empower our students. It's, I learned so much and got a lot of great ideas for my students. So let's talk about his top teaching tips. Um, I think some of the tips that he said were, it's important to build trust and to have empathy. I think I agree with him that these things are really important. If you want to motivate your students and you need to show that um, they can trust you and that you care about them as well and you have empathy for them. So I think that's really good. Another great idea he had were the brain teasers that he uses. He talked a lot about, you know, bringing your smile to the class and um, really showing that you're motivated. And I like that he um, uses brain teasers with his students. And he said that he got a lot of them from Lighter Side, which is a, a part of the forum in um, that the English teaching forum that the State Department puts out every month. And I think that um, you can find a lot, most of those lighter size um, activities are in at americanenglish.state.gov. So you can Google them to find them there. If you have a, a physical copy or an online copy of the English teaching forum, you can find the lighter side in there. So he gets a lot of his ideas there so that he can use those brain teasers with his students. I think that's a fabulous idea. Um, he also talked to his students about being prepared for opportunities so that they need to be prepared for opportunities so that when things happen for their dreams that they have, they are there and they have the um, ability to use that opportunity when it arrives because they are, they are ready for it and they're prepared for it. I think that's great. I also love his idea of telling his students to follow five people in English, people who post a lot, people who maybe who are famous and important, but find five people that they want to follow and then be ready to talk about what they learned in English from those people. I think that's great. Another couple of things that I want to um, make sure that we, that are in our top teaching tips is that he um, talked about his teacher immersion program. And he talked about how you could be part of that teacher immersion program, which I think is fabulous. And um, I'm going to make sure that all of the links so that you can be connected with that teacher immersion program, if you'd like to be part of it, are going to be in our notes for this episode. And um, the other thing that he talked about that I thought was really interesting was the Global English Cafe. And as he mentioned that it's already gotten a lot of um, enthusiasm and a lot of people are involved in his um, community of practice, but he did give us a lot of tips on how to create one in your area and to um, I like the idea of keeping it small. He said he has eight teachers and each teacher works with a small group of students in a breakout room on Zoom. I think that's a really fabulous idea. And of course, he said, if you want to create one with your students in your community, that he's happy to give you some ideas, some teaching tips to help you with that. Um, so you're welcome to contact him. But like he said, that they got so many people who wanted to become involved and they didn't want it to get too big. So he doesn't encourage you to join them in their global English cafe, but he does definitely encourage you to create your own. So I really hope that you have enjoyed learning from 
Joel. He really has so many great ideas. And um, yeah, I hope that you got a lot of teaching tips. And I'm really excited that Joel wants to do a webinar with TTLT. He's going to do a webinar on motivation tips. So he's going to teach us a lot about how to motivate our students and how to stay motivated as teachers and some tips on empowering our students as well. So I'm really excited about this webinar. So I really hope that you'll be able to attend. So if you haven't already signed up for TT TTLT workshops, make sure you do so that you're able to come to Joel's webinar on motivation tips, which will be January 12th at 8 p.m. GMT. So that's 8 p.m., 8 at night GMT, and which will be 3 p.m. for him in Panama. I hope to see you there. And of course, don't forget that we have Katan and Maria's workshop coming up. They're doing a workshop on English or ESL clubs. They're going to give us a lot of tips on how to create or how to improve your English club or your ESL club. And so look forward to the workshop with Katam and Maria on January 29th at 1.30 a.m. GMT, which will be 6.30 p.m. for them in California. So check your local time and make sure you know when 1.30 a.m. GMT is so that you can join us at this workshop um, that will be um, at 6.30 a.m. GMT, which will be 6.30 p.m. for them in California, Pacific Daylight Savings Time. Hope to see you there. And if you want to be more involved with TTLT, don't forget to send us a voicemail at our website, ttlt.org. Drop me a line at ttltinfo at gmail.com. Um, subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. And of course, if you're not already a part of our Facebook group, go to TTLT and I will very soon approve you to join our Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at TTLT1 and on Instagram at t.telt. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.